2: May the 16th 8pm and you know what time that is It's time for another edition of Wide Men Can't Jump Episode number 28 I'm Tim Filling in for the great Nate Bush Who is still out on vacation And as always Joined by the one the only He doesn't want to be your neighbor Mr. Tom Robinson
0: What's up Nate Quit playing with me man You sound just like Tim but um you yeah, we know that you, uh, you do the y'all, basketball y- show
2: Oh uh, yeah, you you figured me out, oh golly,
0: Jake <laughs> I, can't uh, do I guess that it's true up. I guess it's true the six foot six four hundred and ninety pounds giant <laughs> from Uganda who now resides in West Virginia is on a uh cruise uh apparently inspired by the inspired by the florida georgia line number one hit cruise uh and he's on the high seas till he's actually out of the country i think
2: so tomorrow yeah, i believe he he uh, he doesn't uh he doesn't touch back stateside till friday i believe so he's uh, he's off uh, scooping up. Uh, uh, I hope anyway, some viewers from that part of the, uh, some listeners from that part of the world, which I will uh, I, I will share with, which I will share with everybody right now. We have in fact expanded yet again, and we are now uh, being listened to in Belgium and Ireland.
0: Yay! I'm three quarter Irish. Uh, Belgium, I'll, I'll oh. say I'm the other quarter. Even though I, I don't so, think I am.
2: Welcome aboard those of you who are in Belgium and in the good old country of Ireland. Uh, checking out some white men. you got to like that.
0: Yeah. We're growing like a fucking weed. Like my grass. And I don't have a a, a lawnmower currently. Do you, is your neighbor willing to come down from Canada? Well, I
2: you know, we could probably I could probably hook you up with some lawnmowing services
0: if, if, if it's required. Ah. I know you got the hey, a guy.
2: Yeah, yeah, I can make that happen. My
0: international... Do you do trees in lawn
2: mowing community. do trees, too? We can get them to do some pruning for you, too, if that's necessary.
0: Yeah, trees out of hand. All All right. God knows I won't do
2: it. Yeah, no kidding. Well, who's got time, right? So, um, yeah. since you were last on the air, uh, the uh, both final series have started up. Um, they've both been pretty interesting so far, so... Take a shot at uh, the West Final where in game one the Golden State Warriors, I'm not sure if this is to anybody's surprise or not, uh, played a bit of a smackdown on uh, Houston. 119 uh, 106, the final. They kind of coasted to the end though, I believe, a little bit. Um, what are your thoughts on uh,
0: Golden State Houston? <sighs> Well, it wasn't my surprise. I predicted it. Uh, I predicted Golden State in six. Uh, some some alarming surprises in the game to me, though, were just how mentally ill one Draymond Green out of Michigan State is. Uh, he's notorious for technical fouls, kicking people in the balls, uh, et cetera, killing the refs verbally etc and uh it it was obvious that they felt as a team as i felt about the rockets that if you get in james harden's head when the bright lights are on and chris paul but more so james harden in game one they they were even steph curry who's fairly mild-mannered you know was shoving them and things of that nature but uh but Draymond really shoved him hard for, for absolutely nothing and yapping and yelling at the ref when he got called on it. and Maybe in the bigger plan, it's like Steve Kerr says, hey, uh, we got a nutso guy here, he who's very talented, by the way, Draymond, but he's fucking batshit crazy. And, uh, you know, Harden, Harden scored 41, but so, uh, they lost. So, you know, maybe he did because he did, you know, sluggishly – Well played a lot of iso ball, and then, you know, he's always going to get his points, but, you know, he didn't really help the team.
2: Yeah, I mean, Harden Paul uh, could not compete with uh, Curry, Durant Thompson. I'll throw Thompson in there because he had a 28. Um,
0: Yeah, Thompson was better than Curry in game one. um, I did watch most of this game.
2: And, now again, of course, as you all know, I am definitely the rookie. Not the, uh, I'm not the deep analyst that uh, Tom or Nate are. Um, but what I saw was uh, uh, they just didn't quite look you know, I mean, it was a fairly close game. And what, what do we have? We tied at the half, I believe. It was 56-56 yeah, at the half. All right. And then in the third quarter, when things were starting to get nitty, uh, Golden State's better players played better. It's quite, I don't know how else to really. I think. I mean, maybe that's that's fairly simplistic view, but that's what I saw. Their their best players got it done. Curry not quite so much, but then somebody stepped up for him. Whereas the Houston Rockets appear to be the James Harden show, they sort of remind me, and this might get me a lot of flack, they sort of remind me of uh, Cleveland, where if Harden doesn't score 62 points. Uh, the rest of the team, kind of, I don't know. I mean, I'm not really sure what they were doing, but uh, if he doesn't win the game for him, they, they don't seem to be able to win. So, or at least that's what I saw that uh, the other night. Anyway, I mean, he played pretty good. I mean, you can't really argue with, you know, 41 points is nothing to scoff at. I mean, they had next to nothing yeah, off the you know, bench.
0: Here's here's the problem and the reason why why I picked... Damn, I sounded like Nate there. Here's the problem. Um, here's why I picked the Warriors to win in six, because they've kind of lollygagged through the season and maybe learned some lessons from seasons past where they played and won 73 games, etc. Uh, they they gave their players time to heal, like Steph Curry notably, and uh, some rest, um, etc. And when you play iso ball, it's basically team ball versus iso ball. And those Golden State Warriors are, despite the record, despite the regular season, they lost twice to Houston. Um, they're a better team. They're the best team in the NBA, healthy, uh, bar none, not even close. And they're all healthy and they're all on the same page. Um hence the result of game one and hence what I believe will be the result of the series and that is a Warriors victory but uh, com- commenting on Harden uh, not so much Paul in game one but iso ball uh, what it does is it kind of leaves a lot of guys standing around and uh, you know they did it all the regular season but things change you know a guy like Steve Kerr has been there makes adjustments and uh, Eric Gordon and PJ Tucker, and uh, um, even Capella to a degree. Uh,
2: right. We've got a call. You want to take a call? we we got a call. Let's, uh, uh,
0: let's bring this up. I guess so. Or we'll, not. We'll see what's up. Sure. We'll see what's going yeah, we'll on. See what's here.
2: Up. If I can get him to bring it up here. Uh, go ahead. You're on the air with the Wide Man Can't Jump.
0: This again. I love dead air. Is that is that Nate in the fucking ocean?
2: Might be. All right, that's enough of that. I um, in with that, Here's result, I was I trying
0: if, to call. Yeah,
2: well, no, that kind of stuff will not be tolerated. Anyway, back to the uh, uh, Warriors,
0: Rockets. Well, uh, the the uh, iso ball. What I, the point I was making is that. Yeah, it worked all year, but this ain't all year. This is the semifinals. This is the world watching. and This is, like, film watching. I mean, you're the hockey guy, but you can relate to any sport as far as adjustments from game one to game two, et cetera. Go, uh, go, or, or from regular season to, to the playoffs. And, you know, they knew that James Harden is what makes the Rockets go, Um Chris Paul as well, but but undoubtedly Harden number one option. And ISO what it does if it's not clicking and 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 the other team's not biting and, and they're playing it the way it should be played, uh I started to match PJ Tucker, Eric Gordon, guys that during a regular season were very, you know, uh helpful in that Harden could do a Ben Simmons but a better scorer where he could kick or Paul could get it to them, and they'd, they'd drain threes. And they basically were ineffective in game one. Um, Clint Capella was okay. Um, um, and Chris yeah, Tucker Paul had one point. Okay.
2: Capella, Capella put up 12. Um, Eric Gordon was fairly decent off the bench. So I guess he had 15, but in 34 minutes, maybe that's not as spectacular as it looks. Um, that's about it.
0: Yeah, their their game is iso ball and a lot of threes. And if they're off, they're gonna lose. If they're on, they're gonna beat you. And if they're somewhere in between, which they were the other night, as far as you know, uh, Harden and, and so forth dropping forty one, then they'll be tough to a quote unquote regular team. But when you're playing the Warriors, you can't be anything but excellent. And yeah, iso ball would kind of have. Caused a little... them, I never. Go ahead.
2: Go ahead. I don't know what kind of stock you guys put in uh, plus minus. Is it sort of like hockey, where there's there's some people that think that's a really uh, valid statistic, and then there's some other people that think it's kind of a hokey statistic.
0: Yeah, I personally like like the uh, plus minus to indicate what that player did that particular game and how valuable okay, he well, really then, was to his so team. So then
2: that becomes, if if that's the case, then when you look at the plus minus. Um and that's how I look at it in hockey too. If you know, if you had five goals in a hockey game but you were minus four, um you know, that means you were on the ice for nine. <laughs> um you <Yeah. laughs> oh, know, yeah, that's your five goals really don't mean very much. Um, so I'm looking at Mr. Harden in particular who despite his forty one is a minus seven, which was short of the bench play. It was the worst of the starters. So you know, are they? I guess what I'm trying to get at is, are they willing to leave him? You know, if he gets his 40, is Golden State willing to let him have his 40? Kind of like what Boston's doing with uh, LeBron, where okay, we we really can't stop him, but as long as we can keep him from having a totally out of touch game, you know, where he puts up 55 or something crazy like that, if our guys score, we can we can we can win despite his 40.
0: Yeah, sort of. Uh, there's a similarity there, and you, and you almost um, accidentally uh, said the old Michael Jordan quote you can't stop him, you can just hope to contain him. Um, James Harden is not in that level. Um, however, he is great offensively, sometimes gets a little lazy on defense. Um, he can play. That's what I'm
2: getting at. You know, if he's going to put up forty-one, but we can score forty, you know, or fifty when he's out there, maybe we'll we'll let him score yeah. forty-one. You know, that's yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, Steph Curry. Actually, he didn't score. I'd have to find a real stat goober, but from the eye test, he didn't score that much when Steph Curry was playing one-on-one against him. Uh, but I'd have to confirm that with the. Uh,
2: you yeah, know, that would take somebody who's stat a stat geek. Yeah, we'd have to have a super stat geek for that. Um, yeah, but I yeah, guess, um, I guess, um my my overall impression of the game was that the Rockets have a good team, but Golden State's better. And yeah, they could that's, never uh, they could never they could never ever when they had the chance to push to try to get ahead, they couldn't do it. And Golden State just held them until you know they got into the second half and uh and they were, you know, they did enough to to win, and they had kind of even, I kind of even got the feeling that they they didn't pour it on even, that they knew that you know this game's under control, we've got it, and they did enough to to stay ahead, and that was it, and they took the you know they took uh, home uh, home court away from Houston, and if they can win tonight, which um, I guess the money is on them winning tonight, I don't think that series is, there's much chance that uh, they're not going to win it.
0: Well, uh, I'll save my preview after I make a few more comments on Game One. Um, Fair enough. What grinds, what grinds my gears, which I don't. Uh, I know the family guy <laughs> Peter Griffin said it, and I know Peter. Griffin. Uh, Peter. Yeah, exactly. And what, you uh, my uh, my my comedian buddy Gino Visconti... Says it on his Geno's picks. I like giving them guys free plugs because I think they'll eventually be a friend of ours and they got a big-ass audience. Um, so, anyway, uh, what grinds my gears is the talk here in Philadelphia, delusional to speak about, well, you know, uh, whether you give Hanky credit or Colangelo or both. You ended up getting two generational players out of the deal. And, no, uh, you really didn't you got a guy who has a great body and can great physical talent, and Ben Simmons, but he can't slash won't shoot generational talent, no. And Bede has like, I don't know, less than five years of actually playing basketball. He's a, a great talent. But, you know, when you look at Giannis, a.k.a. the Greek freak, and I could probably say his name now, Anta Kukupa. No, I fucking still can't say it. Fuck that. You know who I'm talking about. I'm not even talking about it. And you look at uh, specifically in the last two series, because one of them was against Anthony Davis, and that, my friends, is a generational player when he's healthy. Uh, you put Joel Embiid against him in any portion of the ball game, whether it be defending, whether it be – uh, offense, passing, rebounding. Uh, I, I might give Embiid a slight, slight uh, advantage in actual shooting touch. He might have a little better touch than Anthony Davis because he does have a sweet shot for such a big guy. But don't throw around a generational talent shit when uh, LeBron James, Giannis, uh, Anthony Davis, and especially the buildup, and here's the crescendo, Mr. Kevin Durant, who's listed as 6'9 out of the University of Texas some years back in the Greg Oden draft, where, uh, you know, Oklahoma got the right guy because that was the debate of 1-2 back then. Oden's out of the league. But Mr. Durant is just sensational. Um, He's unguardable. I mean, he even cockley said it during game one he said they have nobody that can guard me he was audible on the camera which makes them heels again um golden state was baby faces for you wrestling people four years ago but they've turned heel somehow uh from durant coming over from a powerhouse and the rich got richer etc it's hard to hate steph curry and clay thompson's pretty quiet but you know, the rest of them are heels. But he, uh, undoubtedly, Kevin Durant is just such a fucking good player. Um, better on the offensive end. Unstoppable, really. Um, that's why he's sometimes compared to LeBron as far as the best player in the, in the world. Because um, offensively, he's, he's really on another level. But uh, LeBron's a way better defensive player and facilitator and so forth. But um when you talk generational players you gotta talk about Kevin Durant and you gotta wait years and years and years to see if these Philly guys develop. Uh, but well, I I I'll close I'll close out game one on Steve Kerr's comments that I thought were pretty funny and, and um related to what I think we talked about last night on was last night Wide Men Can't Wager? Correct. Steve Kerr in the pregame press conference, uh was asked about what he feels about being a underdog. They were uh, an underdog at Houston in game one, and he said, well, I like uh, Golden State plus one and a half. And he, he cracked up the whole press room because you're not allowed to say that. But now that it was announced that morning, he, he followed up. By, I watched the report, and I'm just having fun with you guys, blah, 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 blah. He made him a joke that Adam Silver was going to be on line one, giving him a fine and what, whatnot for saying it. But, um, but yeah, they uh, they took Game One, which is all they needed to do to take home home court advantage back. And now tonight, uh, I will give a little surprise, maybe to you and to the listeners. I did pick the Warriors in six because I respect the Rockets' talent. I did uh, think Chris Paul and James Harden, when the lights are on, when it's really crunch time, for eh? But if it's like a Game 7 scenario, Harden's going to fail. He's going he's to disappear. And Paul has never shown anything in his career that he could step up. And quite frankly, the Rockets just aren't as good as the Warriors. But tonight, Game 2, Warriors did what they were out to do. Um, they know. I mean, it's hard. To put maximum effort out, when you know you're a better team, you know you're a better team than who's going to face you next round, et cetera. And that's how they do <clears> have <throat> the best record ever and all that shit this year. They will lose, in my opinion. Uh, the game tips off at 9 tonight. Do you know the date offhand? Because uh, we should mention that. Do I know that? Listen, afterwards, the, the date, May, what's today, May Today's the 17th or something, 16th. May sixteenth, game two. Prior to tip-off, it's, it's like eight something Eastern Time, and they start at nine. The Houston Rockets before game time. Yes, in Tr's opinion, I don't want to mess with the spread because that's going to be a show towards football season. But I will say that the Houston Rockets will shoot a gazillion three pointers tonight, and you may just be onto something with with your philosophy that Golden State says, Hey, if uh, if he scores sixty, he's got to score sixty to beat He may drop fifty tonight. Harden, uh, Paul may drop Russell. thirty. I would Maybe, uh, uh... here I go again with the bets. I, I was going to say I would go with the over, but I don't want to talk about wagering yet. Um, but I think that they're a three-point game. They're going to adjust in that in that respect to get others involved. And Harden will get his. Paul will get his. Durant will get his. Draymond will probably do something stupid, get kicked out of the game, which will help the scenario for the Rockets. And it'll be back even, uh, one-to-one, heading to the Bay Area for Game 3, in my humble opinion. So I I, I say the Rockets tonight, they make the... Uh, there ain't much adjustments that they can make truthfully against Golden State. I mean, if, if such talent and ball movement and as I said on one of the other shows, which is being brought up, their starting five is called the Hamptons Five because they're all wealthy and successful, with Andre Iguodala being like the, the worst of the five, if you can say that word, and he's an all-defensive player, and he, he's won finals MVPs in the past, et cetera. And if that's your fifth guy, and you got a guy like Livingston coming off the bench, and Nick Young, a.k.a. Swaggy P., who uh probably could start 90% of the league still. Um he's not an all-star but he's certainly a factor. Uh they're just they're just too goddamn strong Tim. They're uh they're going to well, win in six. I'll give you some in my opinion.
2: I'll give you some facts about uh uh if they do not win tonight. Uh, in NBA history only five teams have come back from two-zero since twenty twelve, and overall, historically, two hundred and eighty-one and nineteen. You so you cannot lose both games at home. It's almost a death sentence.
0: Uh, and in this case, I think it would be, and I think that's also a factor that a motivating factor for them. And honestly, you know, I, a, I don't think. Uh, uh-huh. Uh and the, and the
2: spread tonight is uh, uh, Houston minus two. And the over-under is 224.5. So for those who are interested in those sort of things.
0: If it wasn't the, those two teams, that, that number would be ridiculously high as far as the 224.5. But those two teams can, can just score 130. Oh, I guess that's half a sneezing. point less
2: than what it was in game one what like two two twenty five was the total in in the first game? So yeah, so that's
0: yeah, uh, that's going
2: to shape up. Should be a, should be an interesting game tonight.
0: I I just I just can't see the Rockets losing four straight, and uh, you know if I just don't see them winning a series either. But if there's a game to get, it's tonight, and then maybe they'll sneak one one other when. Yeah, uh, there the, you got to the Warriors guards Got
2: to be, uh, they've got to sort of be hoping for some kind of a something from outside of the game to, uh, you know, somebody takes a tumble or something along those lines. Because I, I don't, I, I agree. I, I just don't see any way, that from what I saw, at least in game one, I saw no indication that the uh, Golden State Warriors have any fear of the Houston Rockets whatsoever.
0: Before, before we move on for those, from those two. Um, remind me in a future episode To make my all Mental patient team Because Draymond Green is jumping out of The, the <laughs> yeah, well, screen you put, uh, So to speak
2: When we get to the uh, game two of the Celtics Cavaliers we can, we can add someone to that list too From what I hear But we'll get to that when we Fair get enough. there So uh, Sunday the 13th Was uh, game one of the Eastern Final
0: uh, yeah, yeah the, the Sixers are, are in that, that aren't they
2: yeah, everybody was looking quite forward to this. Uh, the mighty Cavaliers who had disposed of the Seventy Sixers and uh, is that no? Did I got that right?
0: No, the Cavaliers beat no. the Toronto Raptors in Toronto.
2: four The Toronto in, in, in four straight, which nobody. I'm not surprised Cleveland won the series, but I don't think anybody saw a an old sweep. Um, and the Celtics
0: oh, uh, brushed off. Real quick, Tim. Or did you... Real quick, I got, a, go I got a message for LeBron James from Coach Casey. Thanks, jerk-off. Anyway, go ahead.
2: <laughs> and the Celtics, like I said, brushed off the 76ers. Um, uh, before this game started, there was a lot of talk about, uh, you know, banged-up Celtics, could they, you know, LeBron is the man, et cetera. It's the usual topic you can expect when you got a a guy who is as good as LeBron whether you love him or hate him you you can't argue his his abilities on the court um but this one I don't know if the, you know, if the Cavaliers were tired they shouldn't have been if they were dusty uh, rusty I don't know but they got smacked um this game wasn't even close uh, yeah, I I I have to say I was kind of surprised. I I didn't think they'd take a beat down the way they did in game one.
0: Uh, I I think you're not alone on that assessment because I certainly, I I predicted the Celtics to win game one. Having the advantage of watching every possession when they played Philadelphia and being so tuned in and rooting for the (laughs) Sixers, I became very well aware of how great these Celtics are minus their two quote-unquote best players, and uh, we're not sure of that because they're not playing, and these other guys are stepping up to a real high level. Um, <clears throat> I predicted Boston to win game one correctly, but I was uh, stunned after the first quarter when it was 36-18. to 18 and they continued on and ended up the closest the Cavs got was they cut it to 14 on a little run. I
2: mean, it was, LeBron uh, James
0: scored 15 I mean, it was uh,
2: 15 points. 61-35 at the half, for God's sake,
0: of a, yeah, of a, of a LeBron, final
2: conference finals game.
0: They played <laughs> incredible, and that's another testament to Brad Stevens, who Robert Parrish is not uh, completely sold on yet, but we can get to that later. Um Brad Stevens is getting uh, all kinds of accolades nationally and uh you know we were kind of early on that cuz we interviewed a lot of Celtics people and you know we were uh hesitant to agree until they beat especially for me okay. well, they beat the Sixers and t- t- almost t- take every me through this, though,
2: Tom. let's look at let's look at the game from a slightly different uh and you're the expert so I'm going to ask you Was game one a case of that the Celtics really actually played that well, or was it a case of Cleveland played that bad? In my opinion, um, it was.
1: When you've got LeBron James who
2: only gets 15 points, Uh, Cleveland had a grand total of uh, 49 from their starters total. Was this just uh, the game that got out of hand after the first half and they just said the hell with it? And shut her down.
0: No, or, not my opinion. I mean, when I
2: look at the, when I look at the stats, I mean the stats are horrendous. I mean, four for twenty-six from three-point land. What is this high yep. school game? Um So uh, okay, I won't say that they. I won't say that they quit. Maybe that's too strong. But were they really that? Were they just really shitty in game one,
0: or was it something the Celtics uh, were doing? I believe it was the brad stevens game plan and defending okay
2: when well, you take lebron out of the, here it's why i'm asking
0: when you take lebron out of the equation uh and the, the i'm going to go around the world with this one but um i'm going to get back to the point uh lebron has a history when he he's been down in, in other series. Before, and uh, some games where he's not having his best game due to uh, the double team that, you know, Brad Stevens was doing, and they had a guy everywhere in the paint, and, uh, you know, they they just made LeBron look mortal or human, but he's had previous years where he's kind of took those games as a loss during the game. Um, he hasn't publicly said this, but those who observe the game closely have, have noticed that he tries to figure out for the next game during the game that he's getting his ass kicked as to why. He's a very cerebral dude. He uh, he's so dedicated to this game that he spends up to seven figures in the off season in his home. He has hyperbolic chambers. He has uh, on-site chiropractors, masseuses, oxygen tanks. You name it, he's got it to to keep his self slash brand on top. Did you hear that by the way? Hear what? Never mind. Something just beeped into my phone and I thought it might be audible on the uh, on the air. I apologize. Um So LeBron uh he didn't I mean he didn't necessarily have his A game for sure, but that was a lot due to the defensive scheme and what they were doing uh, to him in Game One, and as far as help, Kevin, uh, the loss of Kyrie Irving is so huge. Um, everybody was anointing LeBron going into these games, as you know. Now he's finally surpassed Michael Jordan and what have you, and and we don't want to do that debate because different years, different players. Uh, however, they they went people. The media tends to get carried away, and that's why I don't consider us media. I consider us uh, realists. These, you know, against Indiana and Toronto, sure, he's the best player in the history of mankind. But when you're getting closer and closer and, you know, you're playing teams that are really gunning and watching tape and and earn their spot and have the talent and the size and the game plan and the coaching – you know, it's it's Kyrie Irving is missing greatly. They need that other guy between him and Love, the big three, so to speak, to compete. I mean, he's great, but he's he can't he can't just keep doing it by himself. You know, he needs uh, he needs help. And the guys like J.R. Smith, I believe, didn't even score. He scored one or something in game one. I think you might have the stats. I'm not sure, but
2: yeah, J.R. Smith but I is do. a key. Well, he
0: had four in game one. Yeah, I mean that's inexcusable because he's one of their shooters and uh, he's also a mental patient too. But uh, he's calmed down over the years. Kyle Korver didn't really help him. Kevin Love had a you know okay game. Kevin Love. So their, Kevin their, Love's on. Their
2: starters were uh, LeBron James had fifteen, Love had seventeen, Hill had five, Korver had five, and Smith had four. That's where their that was their starting yeah. Round.
0: And George so Hill's easy another easy guy who's George Hill's another guy who they got in that mid season shake up.
2: because a he a playoff
0: experience.
2: It it almost seems impossible to me that you could play twenty eight minutes of a basketball game and only get five points.
0: When you're an NBA level player you know, and a starter, it's uh it's hard to fathom but
2: um Well and then when you look at his like and I'm not picking on on Hill. I'm just using him as an example because he's here. Um, no rebounds. No assists. No steals. No blocks. No takeaways. Five points on uh, uh, one one field goal and one three-pointer and a minus 15. What were you doing out there? <laughs> I'm not talking wow. about Dick or anything, but like, what what were you doing out there for 28 minutes? Did you touch the ball? Uh,
0: I mean I I can I can I can say two points to that and it'll sound like I'm defending Hill, which I'm not. But
2: No, I mean I'm not you're the expert
0: and I'm not so What he did out there, as as poorly as it comes across, was four points more than the generational player Ben Simmons did to that same Boston Celtics defense. Well that's that is also true. Uh, that they're they are just a scary team. They 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 have uh it seems like the mental patient playoffs because we had Rondo who's eliminated and Marcus Smart's a nutcase too, but he's a good nutcase. And uh also game one, I, for, I forgot to mention prior Philadelphia's own uh Marcus Morris, Marquise, twin brother of Marquise. I don't know how the hell you say their name, but they look exactly like they're, they're from Philly. Uh put out there that he's the second best guy in his opinion in the whole NBA to defend LeBron James, other than Kawhi Leonard, who's been out most of the season and is a question mark as far as his mental state. But um, damn, if he didn't uh, come out and prove something, he put his money where his mouth was. And he was constantly, all of them were bought. They're like gnats, man. They're all over you. It's like, come on, dude. They're like, they're like, uh, nine T.J. McConnells that are bigger and more athletic, if you can imagine that.
2: Um, <laughs> okay, but that's an interesting other, analogy.
0: Other, other than that guy, other than the Australian Baines, who's just kind of out there to bang, and he's dropping threes, which is just crazy, because this guy has a and weird he was, shot. Oh, even he, like,
2: he only had uh, four points in, in game one, but he was a plus 17 while he was out there. So he was effective. Yeah, he's a
0: presence. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, doing whatever but, uh, it was he was doing, but Game one, uh but we've already had a game two result, but game one, uh, you know, I didn't expect a twenty five point victory by Boston, but I did expect a victory. I predicted Boston in seven, which I'll stick with. Um however I also no, took into over, consideration. Yeah, I I also took into consideration that LeBron's been behind before. And although his team is lacking in depth as far as superstars go, he did make adjustments, uh, which game two we won't get to yet, but he did make adjustments and kind of righted some wrongs on his on his own behalf in game two. Um, but as far as game yeah, one, you... no, I didn't expect a 25-point victory. However, it, uh, people have a uh, revisionist history, and they don't remember that in game six, prior to going back to Cleveland, the Pacers beat them uh, 118 to 90 or something, uh, something in the 25 to 30-point range as well, and then went back to Cleveland. And you Cleveland can't – the, uh, so. the,
2: the playoffs is not you, – you, you, game one is gone. Yeah. And, and as far as that goes, so is game two. Those games are gone. They 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 mean nothing. They're totally meaningless right. at, at this at this level. I mean, the, the only the only stat that counts from either of those games is who won them. After that, it means nothing as far as who's going to do what or yeah, you can't. It's not it's not like regular season where okay, La well, LeBron only had 15. Maybe there's something wrong with him, or he's hurt, or you know uh, he's in a slump. I mean, that th- that doesn't happen at this point. And if it does, then somebody really then something's wrong, big time wrong. Um, so anyway, that takes us to uh tuesday night um game two in Boston and uh game two the result is the result is not quite as bad um and in fact uh, at the half it was uh Cleveland up by seven at the half we'll take it from there.
0: The set adjustments were made. Uh, some would believe that it's Ty Lu. Maybe uh, he has something to do with it. It's kind of a running joke <laughs> around the NBA that LeBron's really yeah. the head coach. But uh, we'll get to some of that later. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll see in the future if uh, LeBron and Lou are separated. If Lou has any kind of legitimate coaching chops or whatever, but some adjustments were made. LeBron came out like gangbusters and was oh my goodness! In the beginning of the game, he just he looked like that guy that were all the turn away, uh, fall away, turnaround jumper, uh, for no reason really. I mean, he didn't have to. It wasn't like uh, a game winner. I mean, I guess the shot clock might have been down a little bit. Yeah, he hit one there.
2: Yeah, he hit one in particular that was from the fucking middle of nowhere. And why he even yeah. shot like most guys wouldn't even have bothered. And it looked like somebody, you know, walked the ball up to the net and dropped it in from six inches. It, you know, couldn't have, couldn't have couldn't have shot it any better. And it's just like, okay, there's okay, this is the LeBron James that you know that the that the, the his his big fans. This is the guy they talk about. And if he keeps playing like this, Boston does not have a hope in hell of winning this game.
0: Yeah, and and the fact of the matter is, uh LeBron to his credit has kept himself in insane shape considering how many years he's been in the league. But his supporting cast is uh you know kind of long in the tooth. And you know, like a Kyle Corver for instance, I have a personal uh you know, a little interjection here, because I, I worked in entertainment for the Sixers in 2006, 2007, and Korver was a member of the Sixers at that point, and for whatever reason, the three straight times in the season that uh, we were performing, I showed up at the same time, and we walked in together by accident, um, just, you know, pure coincidence, and he ended up knowing who I was, because, hey, that's messed up. We keep getting here at the same time, that kind of thing. And, uh, but the reason I brought mm-hmm. that up, obviously <laughs> to put myself over, but, no, um, the the real reason I brought that up is because that tells you how old Kyle Corver is. Uh, he was on the Sixers 12 years ago, and, you know, he's been around. And, and he's already, you know, a slow white guy trying to be defending mm-hmm. guys like Tatum and Brown, who are 20 He's and 21, respectively. Kevin. Exactly. So, so that's a so young man an in our an world. NBA
2: player. Yeah, for an NBA player, that's getting fairly long in the tooth. The skills
0: are starting yeah, to diminish. So, uh, you know, Kevin Love is, uh, you know, unquestionably the number two guy behind LeBron James. But, um, you know, it's uh, –
1: who you who know, game didn't two
2: have they a came bad out. game in game two? His no, game he played well right. as well. He did, yeah, he didn't. He didn't suck. But that's all they had, as it turned out.
0: Now he Kevin Love is a literal mental patient. He came out uh, about a month or two ago and, and wrote a yeah. A he's a, coming out of. Sports. He's been
2: making a lot of uh, statements about what about depression and that sort of Anxiety stuff.
0: Anxiety and depression, yeah,
2: yes, and on, which uh, on, uh,
0: I I can relate to. I can relate yeah, no, to uh,
2: that. I think it's I think it's good that those kind of guys talk about that stuff, but that's a discussion for another, another show, another time. Um,
0: yeah. What jumps out about
2: this game, yeah, when we have Doctor Ruth on, is you know there again Ruth, when I look less at the timer. box score, and granted I'm a bit of a nerd and I'm a stats guy to a a lot of degree. Um, you know they got 94 on the night, and uh, 72 of that was from three guys whereas if you flip over to the Boston side and look at their starters it's nicely spread out amongst the five of them with a little help from uh, 20 from the bench and you know it reminds me of a conversation we had back during the final four when um, I believe it was I don't want to get the names wrong Um Coach of
0: Kentucky, I believe. Calipari.
2: John Calipari. Who said, yes. John Calipari, who came out after they lost and said, well, this is what happens when a, a, a team that has two stars on it plays a basketball team. Yeah. They, You can't win. It's the rare the rare night you'll get it done when when the other team doesn't play very well. But well, this is just like what we were talking about about Harden. I think the Celtics are quite fine to let LeBron have forty if the rest of the team does nothing. You know they can they yeah, can manage uh, them. You know like that's that's manageable for them because their team is so well rounded that uh, you know two guys erased his forty and their bench and the rest of their starters outperforms the rest of Cleveland and they won the game by thirteen. So now there again, that's a simplistic yeah. look at it, and I'm sure there's much more to it than that, but on the surface, that's what's happening now that might involve coaching and uh, player matchups and all that kind of stuff. but the brass roots of it is is again, the Boston is a better team than Cleveland overall
0: agreed, and I wouldn't have agreed going into the playoffs because I Quite frankly, like most of the nation, a lot of people say they predicted Boston, but they didn't. Because when you hear Kyrie Irving's down, and you you know you knew that all season their big acquisition of Gordon Hayward was out since the first game with a broken leg. You look and you say, Ah, oh, that guy's 20 years old, and that guy's 21. What the fuck are they going to do in the playoff time? But Brad Stevens, again, uh, credit to him, he's got the Tatum's and the Jalen Browns looking like they've been there for 15 years. I mean, they're, they're, they're not rattled. They, if one statement goes loud and clear out of this show we're doing tonight from my mouth, it'll be this one. The Boston Celtics are really freaking good. They are really freaking good. Well, um, I am,
2: you are the expert. I am not. But when I watch that game, particularly near the end of it, Actually, not particularly near the end of it, the second half. And it was like, okay, um, Cleveland is up by, what was it, to seven, I think, at the half. And uh, I looked away to look at something else and stuck my head back up over the computer to look at the score and go, what the hell, the score is tied. Holy crap, how did that happen? Yep. And then I got distracted again, and suddenly, um, the end of the third quarter, Boston is leading by seven. You know, they had a 14-point swing in the third. And in particular, the guy that early jumped out at me is uh, uh, Horford. What a beast that guy is. Like, is there anything that guy don't do yeah. on the court?
1: No,
0: I mean, he's blocks, in the perfect place.
2: Heels, assists, rebounds. I mean, he he, he was everywhere. Uh, and causing shit. And they don't, uh, particularly, uh, Cleveland don't like him on top of it all. Uh <laughs> Which is always yeah which never hurts, you know? <laughs> you know. A little bit of sandpaper. Um yeah, he, he just struck me as okay, he knew his role. It strikes me about all the Boston players. They seem to know that that's what they're supposed to do and they don't seem to have any problem going at least so far anyway. Uh Cleveland hasn't come up with a way to stop Boston from doing their players doing what they want to do. They, yeah, they just go out and do and
0: it, it. It makes me wonder. Because um, I think I I can't confirm because I I, I just kind of read quickly before we went on the air, but I think the Bucks hired um, a new coach today. They, so I was they hired make Mike
2: uh, Mike Buden, yeah, Mike Budenholzer.
0: Yeah, the old Hawks coach. Um, yeah, I was going to make a point of how good the Bucks really are because they took Boston to seven, you know, and. Uh, they almost stole a game in Boston, and the, that, that the Celtics might not even be here at this point. Uh, had the Giannis-led Milwaukee Bucks in the first round um, came through, but nonetheless, that's the past, and we can't change as we talked about the past. Um, but they, you know, they basically humbled the Sixers, and and now they're seemingly doing the same to the veteran test well, did... team of. Cleveland.
2: Who did Boston play in the first round? Milwaukee, right?
0: Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Okay.
2: Seven games. So they so they beat Milwaukee, who is definitely is one type of team. They handled Toronto, which is a in my opinion anyway, is a different type of team. And now they're handling Cleveland, which again is another differently structured kind of team. Which leads me to believe that yep. the Boston Celtics are pretty damn good. Uh, there's no yeah. other way to look at it. <laughs> you
1: know, yeah, they're they seem they're,
2: to be able to uh, to adjust to whoever they're playing and their guys just still get it done when they need to.
0: I mean, if you, if you want to look at it w- with just superstars, the Greek freak, um, he didn't have a horrendous series, but he mm-hmm. didn't dominate. Uh, then you move to Ben Simmons. Okay,
2: but... yeah,
0: did but then you move to Ben Simmons, neutralized him. Then you moved to LeBron. Uh, neutralized him game one. Uh, he scored a lot in game two. There was there was something we're, we're omitting in game two, but I don't want to infer that this affected the outcome of the game. Might have affected the couple points and you know here and there, but LeBron uh, totally uh, by accident. If it was Marcus Smart, I could suspect otherwise, but LeBron got wham bam slammed by Jason Tatum running through uh, on the baseline with his shoulder, hit LeBron dead in the jaw. And LeBron actually took himself out. He walked right. He got the two foul shots, made one out of two. And the stoppage of play, he didn't even look. This is why I laugh about the coach, and if, if you're coaching LeBron. He didn't even look to the bench. He just walked to the top by himself without so any – t- uh, um, who,
2: who was it from Cleveland that uh, – that uh, smacked, um, I can't even remember. Uh, he, he smacked a Boston player when he, okay. And he got a, what, uh, he got a flagrant out of that or they both did actually. I think yeah. think
0: uh, it ended well, up didn't. with no, uh, the other
2: Boston player came in and he, he got a flagrant too. Um,
0: well, the only that, reason I'm bringing that, 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 I'm bringing that our, up is because go ahead. It goes back to our underlying theme tonight. Um, what happened was Al Horford, who you had just finished about and, and gushed rightfully so about, hardworking veteran that's found himself in the, the perfect system for him and underrated player by me and by a lot of people, great player. Anyway, Al was going up for a dunk, and on his way up, J.R. Smith, mental patient, pushed him, and they you know, they were possibly going to suspend J.R. Smith, et cetera. Uh, ended up, you know, not. And but the Boston player in question was crazy ass Marcus Smart who yeah, it was almost okay, like Rondo. Yeah, Rondo and Draymond it. Green. It was a great uh, I just love nutty players, man. It's it's great stuff. But well, the reason uh, I
2: actually the reason I really brought it up though was because today the league, you know, they didn't do anything. They just came out, you know, their statement was they didn't think it was was bad enough to merit any more attention, and then I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the point I'm really trying to make is that uh, all this the talk that we do about how Tyrone Liu doesn't really, we're not really sure why he's over there most days. Uh, he got uh-huh. in the media and, and and declared that the Boston Excel, uh, the Celtics are goons. <laughs> that was his that was his, con- that was his contribution to the. Uh, to the uh, series so far is that the Celtics are goons and the refs really need to do something about their goonery. This after one of his players could have, I mean he didn't shove him really hard but boy he he really could have fucked him up if he'd have uh, fallen wrong on that play that could have been a serious injury I mean you, there was a time when nobody would have batted an eyelash at that play that would have been a hard foul no so, you know, too of looking at it, but I just thought it was funny that he called them goons. That's
0: all. Yeah, I bet you perked up with the hockey knowledge. Uh, it was like, wait, is this hockey? What? Um, but, <laughs> what, there was a fight? Yeah, exactly. But, uh, um, but if, if Horford had already uh, elevated maybe, I don't know, six inches higher before the shove, now we're talking some possible real injury there.
2: Yeah, but he, he got him, I said, and, he, you know, he, just he, lower back and he I mean he did shove him a little bit, but it wasn't he he uh he pulled back. He he could have done it a way worse and and uh, he admitted to I saw today he admitted that it was a stupid move and shouldn't have done it. And opening yourself up to a whole world of hurt for no real reason because it didn't the play itself was to it didn't do anything, right? Except lead to... I'll tell you what, bro. uh, Except leading to some more foul shots and pissing off Boston.
0: J.R. Smith, um, to his credit a little bit, he's still nuts. But since he's came to Cleveland, I mean, he's improved himself on and off the court. He was really out there for a while. And, uh, you know, a little bit still in there. He's still a little bit nutty. But... Uh, compared to years ago, he's he's really improved his his own personal self, and uh, and it's paid off on the court in, in prior years. But um, I can just skip to the end of this game. Uh, Boston makes their comeback, and then once you're there, despite LeBron scoring a ton of points um, and and love having a good game, there was basically nothing else from the Cavs, and. Both sides of the ball with Boston, they're just fucking pests. Like if uh, you know, if if you're good, if if LeBron, uh, say LeBron's shutting down Jason Tatum, and you know for whatever reason, uh, J.R. Smith's doing okay with Jalen Brown, Corver's a mismatch somewhere. All of a sudden, Rozier's scoring, and then they put in Marcus Smart, and his crazy ass is scoring. It's like and then defensively it's the same thing. It's like, you know, any of those names I mentioned or Al Horford, they put a double team on LeBron and then it's like, what the fuck? What do we do? And it's it's really it's all the scheme of of Brad Stevens. And 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 to go further, it's all the players put in place by Danny Ainge, who's got if the you know, got to win GM of the year. Um he just really they're, uh, you know, you could say they're overachieving, but I don't know, man. They, when you watch them, those guys are I don't
2: think so. really talented. You know, said I saw that too. You know, it would be uh, uh, yeah, as they started to chip away at the seven-point lead and then suddenly they were ahead by whatever it was, five or six. And Cleveland would get the ball and LeBron would start to bring it up the court and he'd look around and he maybe would get a pass in if he was lucky. And you know, I'm because I'm not the biggest fan as you guys are, you know, I I I'm looking somewhere else or something's on my computer, and i would look up and somewhere in that span of, you know, ten seconds, the Boston would put another four points on the board. And you'd hear them, okay, well, I'll turn the sound back on and oh well, well, you know, there was a a missed shot and a rebound and a, and a steal and you know, now they're down eleven. And that's gotta be frustrating as a player. Yeah. When your supposed, you know, when your franchise guy is who you know was getting it done so easily in the first two quarters, suddenly can't do anything.
0: Well, I mean, I'm a week removed from that uh, Sixers series, and you know, despite my uh, objectivity and you know, trying to be a a fake journalist over here. I was rooting for the Sixers. I didn't give a shit if they kicked them in the balls to get through that series. I wasn't. I was. I was a fan while I was in front of the TV, completely. And those Celtics had me so crazy that my blood, my face was red. I had high, like a high blood pressure gimmick going. And they were so frustrating that I was feeling it through the TV. <laughs> um, so you know, kudos to them. They deserve all the credit. I do think they're going to advance, but I got a little surprise for the listeners from the way we've been discussing this series. I do think that everybody who's home will win their respective games. I think it'll be two to two after they leave Cleveland. Oh and quite possible.
2: Uh, you're definitely gonna see a different result or I think you're gonna see a different result in a Cleveland Boston game. Um, that's not gonna yeah, be and
0: I, the I, you know, way the first two people games can did. take People can take things out of context, especially when I say certain statements. But um, don't be surprised if in Cleveland that certain players on that Cleveland Cavaliers team may not be touched. And Boston may be two dribbles into the breakaway and you'll hear a <laughs> late whistle because, you know, you got to have some Once TV again, ratings and you got to get star calls.
2: Yeah, once again, I mean, you can say what you want about the NBA um, and the conspiracy theories and all that stuff that come up every year, but nobody can tell me that the league will not be quite happy to see that series go seven games either way. And to be quite honest, if they really had their, if they could pick, I think they'd like to see Cleveland play Golden State again in the final. I think that's what they'd like to have happen. Because ratings and sure. money and all the things that really matter, right? Um, now I'm not going to go so far as to say that there is a, a that a call is made to the head of officiating that says, "Hey, uh, let the uh, you know, let the Cavaliers get away with a little more than you. you have been." But I think that kind of thing, I think that almost happens naturally.
0: Yeah, it's as kind a, of an unwritten referee,
2: yeah, well, as a referee, you know, you're you're aware that the, you know it's two to nothing, and you're aware that that's LeBron James, and he's going to get the benefit of the doubt. And if it's anybody, yeah. if it's even remotely close, more than likely he's going to get the call for you know, that that works for them. That's just the way it is. don't I like it, but it, it it does tend to be how things work out in sports. So yeah I don't be surprised but that series I wouldn't be surprised at all if for game five headed back to Boston, the series was two to two.
0: Well, that's what I predict, and oftentimes when you when you go into that territory um our favorite age group uh those millennials well you know they'll take they'll take they'll take what we just said about and we can go back to Michael Jordan about. The calls favorite, Michael Jordan, and it's, it's almost earned. Sure, they did. It's 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 star calls. And oh, yeah, what a millennial will take out of this to hear, and what they want us to have just said. And they'll be saying, like, they'll be saying things like, "Those two fucking idiots. They just said that those games are going to be predetermined for Cleveland to win. No, that's not it at all. at all. Cleveland still has to make. Cleveland still, still has to make, make the, the baskets,
2: baskets and all the rest." Um all I'm saying um, is that uh, uh when I mean in back in the day when Michael Jackson took the ball or Michael Jackson, good lord, when Michael <laughs> Jordan took the ball to the, to the hoop. Yeah, you know what I think about. Uh, when he went to the to, to slam and some jabroni got in his way, well they weren't calling a charge against Michael Jordan.
0: Nobody no. wants to see that. The fans don't want to see that, the NBA don't want to see that. They, that's, and that's And and doubly so, uh, Cleveland's going to be home, so they weren't going to call it in Chicago. Yeah, and that makes it even. Yeah, that makes it even that much more
2: worse. And in all honesty, like I said, I'm not a big LeBron guy, but he's earned that from being good. That's what. You, that's one of the benefits yep. during the game that you get from being a superstar. You get the benefit of the doubt. That's how it works. Live with it. It's
0: good to be the king.
2: Yeah, it doesn't hurt to be the king. Um, so anyway, I guess that's our your prediction on uh, on uh, that series is that uh, Cleveland will probably win the next two games um, I'm probably going to agree with you there and if they don't um, if they lose game three uh, that series could could be a four nothing sweep I'll be brave enough to say that too if, if, if Boston can somehow beat Cleveland in game three in Cleveland that that series may not make it back to Boston.
0: Well, I'll tell you, um, I, I, I would say 99% they would still get back to Boston. However, Boston, again, is so freaking good, and I didn't realize how good they were. Um, so anything's possible. Uh, when you say must – I don't like saying must win because – you know, uh, several years ago, Oklahoma City well, with only, Westbrook and Durant had had uh, Golden State down three to one, and Golden State wasn't playing like Golden State, and all of a sudden, boom, three straight wins. Only,
2: uh, the only must game wins are are games where you will be eliminated if you don't win.
0: Right, I I agree with that
2: wholeheartedly. Yeah. yeah, those are the only. Um we got two more calls, but one is the same person who keeps phoning in, so I'm not going to answer that one. You want to take a shot at one more or no?
0: Sure. I, I mean, uh, we could have some fun with them if they're having fun But also, or it might be a good car. You know.
2: yeah, okay, let's see. Uh, go ahead. You are on the air with the Wide Man Uh
1: Good evening, fellas. This is uh, Lou from New Jersey. Lou, how are you doing, sir? Our man Lou. All right, yeah, there you go. Lou. Yeah. Good
2: to hear from you. All right, well. What's on your mind tonight? A lot of
1: people think oh, – I'm sorry. A lot of people are thinking that the, that the um, Warriors, they're going to sweep uh, the Rockets. I don't really see it happening. I think Harden's going to step on his game, and he's going to make it into a series and uh, challenge the Warriors. I predicted seven in the beginning, and I'm going to stick with it. I mean, this whole thing things saying that the Warriors – Sure, they're the defending champions, but I don't, see sweeping. I don't see them sweeping the Rockets at all.
0: Lou, uh, I don't agree with the seven, but I, I don't see a sweep either. Either I predicted earlier that Houston uh-huh. will win tonight. They will win tonight. And uh, if if you know my track record on wagering, you'll definitely pick against me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, well, I'm new to the but, show, yeah. so...
1: Uh... Yeah,
0: I, I hear you. Um, but, you know, uh, Golden State is is a superior team. But, you know, the, the Rockets all year have played iso ball and have kicked it to their three-point shooters. And they take a million of them. I, I suspect it will be a, a playoff record tonight of, of three-pointers attempted. And I think they're going to fall tonight for the Rockets. I think uh, Golden State mentally has done what they needed to do. And taking the home court away, and they're not going to be as as jacked as they were in game one. And I, I think you got a point. I don't think it's going to be a sweep at all. You Got anything for that, Tim?
2: Oh no, yeah, I think I'd have to agree with that. Uh, we're not in the uh, 4-0 zone here at this point in the playoffs. I mean, these teams, uh, Houston. I mean, they may you may think they don't match up with a Golden State. A lot of people don't, but I mean, 65 wins. They're not a bad team either. I mean, I'm sure they're – I'm guessing that's got to go at least six or seven. And if it goes seven, you know, you're playing with fire if you go to seven. Anything can happen in a game seven. So, I mean, do they have a chance to win that series? Sure they do. Will that happen? I, 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 if I was betting, I'd probably bet against them. But could it happen? Sure it could
0: happen. Hey, Lou, where are you at on the Eastern Conference?
1: Well – you know, originally I was thinking it was gonna be six with Boston. Um, now I think I'm gonna say five. I mean Cleveland doesn't look like they're putting up much of a fight. It just seems like uh, Cleveland is um looking uh, tired and everything uh, from the last series. But I'm still trying to figure out what that comment meant by, by Tyronn Liu. Uh the what goon he said comment. after the game last night. Yeah, you know, the gooning comment. <laughs>
2: Well, that was Tyrone Lu's contribution to to the coaching. Was that? Uh, yeah. Because not really allowed to I do mean, anything like, else. Is, so that like,
1: is that like a term for saying showing off, or is like they're playing like a bunch of goons, or you know? I mean, I've, I've heard that. Well, I think it was so in, it was regards to
2: the response to the uh, the cheap shot in the back. Uh, okay. That, uh,
1: well, I get
2: now. I, I think it was. I think it was in regards to that that. Uh, Somehow that ended up being an even even situation, and in his opinion, he oh, the, so uh, the Celtics player should have gotten more trouble than he did. I guess
0: that's the only thing. Also, oh, a cheeky
1: like type like a thing. I get now,
0: and uh, King to, James got got shouldered and into the got, jaw, got well. whacked pretty good
1: too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was trying to think what is what does that actually mean. I. mean, I, I I never heard him that
2: sense I never did hear what I he think, actually uh,
0: like.
2: Was there any more context to that, or did he just? I just read that he said they were goons, but I don't know if there was like if he was asked a question or something, and that was what he came up with, or or if that was just a statement he made.
0: Um, yeah, well, I'm trying a goon, to
1: what
0: it meant. Being a goon myself, I'm very much offended. <laughs> And I, I may go to Cleveland and start a rally with fellow goons, and hashtag us too, and, and start trying to, get, to okay. get Tyron Lou's job for for such an offensive comment. Uh, no, I kid. Um, you know, I think it was more in the context of a hockey player, obviously, of playing old school basketball. And Lou, I think the last we talked to you before, right, Lou? Yes, you have. So you you uh, you've been around the block. You you're uh, around our age. So you've seen some rough basketball yeah. in your time. And I I think that that's what he was referring to. Um, who do you think is going to come out on top in the uh, in the series? Do you think Cleveland has a chance?
1: Uh well uh, no no I don't think so. I and I didn't think at the beginning <laughs> either. I thought Boston you know would have. I didn't think we we're going to make it a route because so far that's what they've done. Um, I was thinking, you know, six, but now I'm I'm going to say five. I don't think, um, if anything, Cleveland just wins one game, but that's about it. So we're not going to see Warriors cast part four. Not a chance.
0: I mean, I I, I tend to agree with you. That was my uh, pre-conference final prediction was Boston against Golden State. And if we want to fast forward, what the hell, we got time, right? Uh, I say Golden State would yeah. beat Boston. They, they finally turned into a pumpkin in that series. But um, definitely yeah. underrated in my opinion. Um, Tim and I were just discussing, Lou, when, when you came into this NBA season, did you uh, feel that Boston had a strong chance to be as good as they are?
1: Well, judging from the first game, when their star player was injured, like oh boy, this is going to be a nightmare of a season for Boston. But they've stepped it up right. since then. You know, because you know, I watched what happened uh, when that took place, and like, oh, that was horrible. Yeah. And I was just thinking, how are they going how are they going to go on like this without you know Gordon Hayward?
0: Yeah, it was a horrible yeah, looking injury. injury and on the- the-
2: yeah, then they pretty much kind of had them buried when that happened. It was kind of sort of the universal uh, opinion was okay. Well, the Celtics are done for. You know, they might still make the playoffs, maybe, but they're never going to go anywhere. And that certainly has not been the case. So they got a good team. Were you thinking the same I like thing I was say.
1: thinking, or no? What's up? I didn't. Were you Were you thinking the same thing I was thinking, or uh, no?
2: What? That when he got hurt, they
1: were uh, done. Yes. I uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't really thought, know how you
2: couldn't.
0: Uh, I mean, I thought Kyrie would take them to the playoffs, and then Kyrie's gone, and I I totally underestimated them coming into the playoffs. And I'm I'm sure you're a Sixers fan, right, Lou? Uh,
1: no. On the other side of New Jersey, I'm in the New York I'm in the New Jersey New York metropolitan area, not the New Jersey uh, Philadelphia area. Gotcha. Um,
0: <laughs> watching uh, watching the Sixers was uh, mind-numbing and frustrating because I couldn't yeah. make excuses. Boston was better than us. I mean, they beat the fuck out of us. So right. uh, it's it's hard to swallow, but yeah,
1: exactly. Open up a can of whoop-ass. <laughs> That's the first night I tend to use, a can of whoop-ass.
0: Right on, stone cold. Up a beer for the working man. Right.
1: But, um, the
0: comment. You know, what I was more, I was more um,
1: what I was more, um, uh, ticked off about was, uh, how they fired Casey. At, you know, all the, all the, um, progress that was made this year by the Raptors. They had more wins than, than any other time with their franchise. Uh, he got coach of the year. Yeah, I know. They ran to a bus stop Cleveland, but yet you still fired him. Oh, boy. I mean, a, a lot of people think, well, it was time but I don't I don't think there was justice you know, in that at all.
2: Hundred percent that was a knee jerk reaction to keep the fan base happy. That's all it was. Mm. And he's already admitted off the record that he that he screwed up, that he they shouldn't have done it.
1: Well it's we too late
2: it. to take it back now. Yeah, too late to take it back now. Just, but it was it was it, it definitely was not a it wasn't a basketball move at all. It was.
0: No. Coach of the we, Year. We have coach to, of the Year gets we fired. Have to,
2: yeah, we have to appease our, our fan base. Our that's fan a base cool is pissed off. We don't know what else to do to appease our fan base. Uh, what's the easiest thing to do? Fire a coach. So that's what they did. But they never Even should have done he it. If he'd he slept it? on it another night, he probably wouldn't have. But too late now.
1: You could at least let him finish his contract now. It was one year.
2: Yeah, see they don't think about that kind of stuff though. He he panicked. He was uh, probably maybe even worried about Toronto has a unique situation with uh, their ownership because they're not really owned by a... Uh, uh you know, there's not a single owner or two owners that's you know, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment which is a, uh, yeah. a, a shit pile, of, it's a shit pile a of rich guys. Yeah, a shit pile of rich guys run by a shit pile of of another shit pile of rich guys. Um, so he okay. might have thought his own job. You know, if, if I don't drop the axe on the coach, maybe they drop the axe on me. And now the rumor is actually around up here that's going around a little bit is that he may get fired too uh, when it's all said and done. Well,
1: good. So sure, we'll you right.
2: Yeah, so we'll see what happens during the the rest of the. I mean, I imagine they'll have to have that figured out by uh, draft time. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was a it was a shit poor move, and and if nothing else. Horribly uh, lacking of class, to big time to to do that. Not cool. Well,
1: you can put it this way: it was like a school. It was like a school at uh, on certification. No class.
0: Yeah, no <laughs> class
1: at all. So. <laughs> no class.
0: Uh, had, Lou just popped a... me. Good shit, Lou. <laughs> uh, a... We're gonna move on. We're gonna move on, Lou. But you you have I deserve that, it. That I you deserve do, it. Right. No, 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 not at all. Uh, I'm saying you have. I think. I think you were the same guy that had a, a show of your own that you could put out there, right? Yeah, yeah I pop, do, and I, pl- and plug, I still
1: plug, do.
0: Plug your stuff, man. Plug your stuff.
1: All right. Um, well, my main show is uh, Saturday. Uh, wait, what time zone are you? Eastern. Okay, good. Tim right, takes care one Tim's problem. up
0: there in Canada. Um,
1: we're on the. Uh, my main show is uh, Saturday nights from six to eight hour time. Uh, It's called the Enhanced Sports Show, and we cover almost everything in the world of sports. Basketball, baseball, uh, NHL, golf, if it's a major event. Uh, This week we'll also be covering the uh, Preakness. And uh, Justify is uh, ruled to be the favorite again. So we're going to cover on that because the race will go off as I'm in the middle of doing my show anyway. So, hey, why not? (laughs) So, uh, you know, if you have time on Saturday between 6 and 8 uh called 929 477 Love to hear from you. And I have right, you a blog
2: talk. You're a you're a blog talk guy, right?
1: You could say that. I've been associated with now for over 2 years.
2: Okay, that's that's you but they're, you're on their network just like we are. I mean, when maybe you're not a blog talk guy, but you're that's where we can find you, right?
1: I'm here, I'm there, I'm everywhere.
0: Same here.
2: We're no, don't, everywhere make say, don't make me too. Don't make me say
1: you're shit. like Kirby's Lou.
2: Say what? <laughs> I said, don't make me say here like herpes. You're here, there, and everywhere. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Um, yeah, no.
1: Nope.
2: Oh, 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 I was, yeah, no, it was all in good fun. Um, yeah, I might, uh, I might take you up on that. I, I might give you a shout.
1: Oh, good, good. I'll be. I mean, else, the know how
2: much it, I don't know how much you talk about hockey, but. Uh, Oh, oh, God, I, I might do. give I you a show, didn't Okay,
1: well, I might
2: I'll give you a call on the like, show as well. Oh, okay. Well, we can talk some skating for sure because that's kind of my hockey? area. Believe oh. I talk
1: hockey on the show. Believe me, especially oh. now with the with the final four. Uh oh, oh, Of course.
2: Oh, all right. Well, yeah, and, uh, I'll, uh, I'll probably give you and, a on
1: show. And on uh, well, huh, Monday evenings at 730, I actually host a hockey show.
2: Well, there you go. There you go, Tim. And it's that's called called
1: your thing. Shut the
2: Puck Up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It is. I didn't make it up. Well, well, it that's,
1: uh, well that's quite a title. Uh, I,
2: I, I really can score in
1: I I, I,
0: I laugh because I admire the cleverness of the play on words. Um
1: yeah, well, well done. I well, let's put it this way: I inherited the show; I did not create it, so I take I take no credit for the title itself.
0: Well, it's mm-hmm. a damn good catchy mm-hmm. title, in my opinion. Still
2: a good title, yeah. And well, that's good to know because oh, i I've got so my my our hockey show is on Monday at at uh, two o'clock. That's so, true.
1: But you so know what? We well, I was uh, thinking that the, we may have I to have, we might have for... to get
2: together and have a powwow.
1: Okay. Your your TP or my TP? Yeah. Oh no. Uh, um, we can do it. We we can
2: we can switch back and forth. That's not a problem.
1: I'll I'll call in for yours,
2: back, and though. you can call in for mine, or whatever the case may be, and we'll go from there.
1: All right. Well, you're first, so I'll call on to you first.
2: Yeah, that, I suppose that makes sense. Um. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, uh, I got your number here, so I'll. Uh, Good. I'll. Uh, you know,
1: I was also thinking that you know I think the the intro needs to be uh, tuned up a bit. So I was thinking of more. In a Beethoven style, like "Shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up," but they went not allow it. <laughs> <laughs> they say I'd be sued for copyright infringement. Oh, well, yeah, they <laughs> uh, copyright boy. infringement. Anyways, I uh, work on all right. Show. Well, let's.
2: Uh, we'll. Uh, well, I look forward to doing that, and uh, we'll uh, catch right. up with you soon. All right. All right. Well, have a good night. All
1: right. all right. All right. Round two. Your round two for your show. Seven thirty for mine.
2: Sounds good.
0: Got it.
1: All right. Don't forget Saturday.
0: <laughs> Thanks, bud. I'll try to remember. Thank you, fellas. Interesting character, that Lou. Is, that
2: is Lou from New
0: Jersey, I believe. I, I have a feeling that Lou uh I have a feeling that Lou's probably a really like uh funny guy who who started out kinda of doing shtick. Maybe I'm wrong on this. But I think I think Lou's uh, much more um articulate and funny than he presents himself when he calls we'll have to we'll have to get a listen i think i might have to agree with you there
2: i I got the i get the vibe from lou that lou is the kind of guy that uh uh, when the family has a get-together you you, he's the guy you're waiting for to pull out the funny
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I think Lou might have been like, "Who the fuck are these idiots? Let me fuck with them," but then he kind of realized halfway through that we're not really idiots, and uh, uh, so he's. I I would. I would venture to guess that if you listen to Lou's shows, which since he wasn't a douche, uh, I I tell everybody to listen to Lou's shows. Uh, If you remember what he just plugged, to, I I forget what time Saturday, seven thirty, is it? Thirty-six uh,
2: six, to, to eight. Six to eight. The enhanced. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. He's show. on our. Uh, he's a fellow blog talker, so I will. Uh, I will go check that out and, and uh, see what he's bringing to the table. And like I said, never hurts uh, having a guest that's around that doesn't mind. Who is who has some knowledge never hurts. So. Uh,
0: yeah, we can uh, uh, is the, is the, Perhaps is there's the a mutual a, agreement, agreement to be made there. Is the other dude still on hold? That 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 plays no,
2: around? I I just keep I just keep ignoring the the other the other dude. I just I've got no time for that. Uh, I'm just I'm on silent here. Uh, we're still uh 38 minutes. We got time to we got time to look at the uh, draft. Uh, we got time to put a final nail in the coffin of the uh, Sixers season, if you like.
0: Um.
2: Yeah all right i got Good i got. Uh,
0: i could talk some sixers i could talk some sixers before uh before we get to the draft lottery last evening um philadelphia seventy sixers yeah um hold one second the beauty of live uh podcasting i had to uh do something that was <laughs> bad audio anyway Uh, The Philadelphia 76ers, welcome to the moment, as the slogan went, coming into this season with a healthy Ben Simmons and a healthy Joel Embiid and a, you know, the preseason acronym of the Feds, Fultz, Embiid, Dario, and Simmons. Uh, I don't know who the fuck made that up, but, uh, you know, whatever. And Bede went with it because he goes with everything. Um, He's a big goober, but, you know, a talented goober. But a goober nonetheless. Everybody says, oh, Joel's so funny. No, he's not funny. He's not really funny at all. He's just good, and he's helping your team win. so he's like the guy in high school who can beat your ass, and his jokes ain't funny, but you just laugh anyway because he can kill you. Uh, It's not exactly (laughs) like I I, I, I would mistake I would mistake Embiid's lines for like uh, an early Richard Lewis. For Christ's sake, Embiid's not funny. He's just a big goof. Um, so anyhow, we have this uh, this team that I predicted, verifiable if you go to the archives on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Flash FM, TuneIn app, fucking iHeartRadio app, uh, Pad Paradise. Oh shit, we didn't even talk about our sponsors. That is our responsibility. Forget me talking about the Sixers. We gotta talk yeah, about I the just, law office. Of we also P. have
2: a, a breaking we also have a breaking uh the NBA has a breaking story here that I wanna I wanna go with too that just popped up on my feed. So uh sponsor wise, of course the wonderful uh uh lawyer of all lawyers, Mr. Stephen P. New. Um, you know, if you Based you of feel Berkeley, been West Apparently, the lawyer to get, if you feel you've been done wrong, uh, uh, maybe you want to start up a class-action lawsuit, from what I understand, that's kind of his uh, forte, if I'm not wrong. Um, But uh, a well-known, nationally known, uh, nationwide, known as a great guy and a a rare lawyer that actually is interested in uh, uh, you, which, if you've ever had to deal with a lawyer, you know how uh, rare that can be. So, uh, hats off, Stephen P New, greatest lawyer in the world, so I'm told. Nate knows a lot more about Stephen yeah. P New than I do. So, being up in, in Canada here, I can't, I can't, I can't even get the services of Stephen P New, unfortunately for me. But like I said, uh, from what I'm told and what I've heard from other places, um, you know, he's a guy who actually cares about uh, his clients and uh, is actually there to get them. A little something for them as opposed to uh, lining the pockets of the firm, as as a lot of uh, lawyers do. So that's probably going to get me into trouble for saying that, but I'm going to say it
0: anyway. Hey, um, from what I know, Stephen P. New, uh, he's a pro wrestling fan, a pro basketball fan. So, I mean, just those two things alone make him a buddy of mine. And uh, we're we're proud and happy to have him as sponsoring our Wide Men Can't Jump flag yeah, see, he flagship flagship show here on Wednesday his, nights.
2: He also puts his money back into his community where he's from. In, in, in the case of even our show with Nate being from uh, West Virginia, here's a guy who's not a, even though he's a big nationwide guy and could easily forget where he came from, he hasn't and uh, still supports the local businesses and stuff, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, so if you need a lawyer in the United States, it's not just West Virginia. And, uh, if he can't help you himself, I'm sure some, one of his associates can. He'll point you so. to somebody
2: who can. Um, we do have. Uh, I do have one commercial to play, of course. Um, you are uh, probably the guy who should talk about our other sponsor, though.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely. So while, while we are, um, heartfelt thank you to wowfreecam.com. Um, if I'm not mistaken, staking, mistaken. I can't even read a commercial that I'm making up as I go along. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Wow Free Cam has been with us since our beginning. Since day one. Um, since our inaugural enough, episode, this is uh, correct. Uh, Tim was – Didn't even have his hockey show at that point, I don't think. Uh, I think it was Nate and I just trying to get our feet wet, and we had a guy who believed in our premise and believed in our concept and most of all believed in us. And uh, we've grown by leaps and bounds. We are here now at blogtalkradio.com, which we're very happy with because we actually get, uh, you know, we're everywhere as well. Like Lou mentioned about his, we're on iTunes and all the stuff I ran down before. But uh, you know we get numbers and we get exactly where you yeah, are listening this, from and so forth.
2: Blog Talk is the spot though get, that allows us the uh, gives us the ability to put these shows out. That's you know we're not recording in our in our
0: basements, so to speak. Well, I I, I must correlate that to what I was saying. If it wasn't for WowFreeCam dot com, who knows? Correct. We might not have a show right now.
2: That um, is quite possible.
0: Sponsors. The sponsors, Stephen P. New, wowfreecam.com, and the commercial you will play eventually. But I I, I must say, go there because it's free. That's wowfreecam.com. You may even see me there someday. Six foot one, 290 pounds. Is there a fetish there for me? I don't know. We'll Let have us know. The,
2: uh, we'll have the, hey,
0: if enough people go together and said, we need to see
2: a little wide man's skin, hmm. Eh, like I could be talked into that, for that if the price was right, especially if yeah, I needed some new wheels. Tests.
0: There we go. Uh,
2: yeah, there's got to be there's got to be an agreement there an arrangement there somewhere.
0: There's an old saying: If you ate beans once, are you a bean eater? So if I suck one <laughs> dick, am I? Never mind.
2: No, no, not at all. And even and even if it did, so what?
0: Turned out you like yeah. it. Anyway, yeah,
2: anyway, you know, we're but going but in the gutter we'll again. Yeah, let's stay away so from let's, there. Let's um, get out
0: of the gutter with a nice
2: good to, nice our, to our, another one of our sponsors, the, the lovely Kennedy.
0: Hello, my
1: name is Kennedy Miller, and I'm a beauty guide for Limelight by Alcon. We are a professional makeup company now being offered to the public after over 60-plus years in the industry.
0: My website is limelifebyalcon.com backslash makeup Kennedy. I can also be found on Facebook as Makeup Kennedy. To contact me about products or joining my team, you can email me at MakeupKennedy at I'll be waiting to hear from you.
2: Ah, the lovely Kennedy. Um, a, a girl who was even willing to try to make me look better. So that tells you what kind of skills that girl must have.
0: Wow, that's a yeah. project. Yeah,
2: that's you're, you're telling me that's a project. Um, uh, all right. To my breaking, to my breaking news. Now uh, the NBA just announced their uh, their finalists for their uh, year end awards. Uh, you want to run through them quick? We got a half hour left.
0: Yes. Yeah? Sure. Uh, uh, maybe maybe I'll talk about the Sixers later because it wasn't important. But go ahead.
2: This shouldn't this shouldn't take that long. There's only six or seven of them, and there's only three guys in each one. So, I mean, comment if somebody really stands out, or if you think they may really missed somebody. Have a word, and otherwise, we'll just go okay. Uh, defensive Player uh-huh. of the Year. The nominees are Rudy Gilbert, Joel Embiid, and Anthony Davis.
0: Well, uh, you're not French Canadian so I guess uh, I can forgive you for not saying is it Gobert is it
2: Gobert Gobert? Uh,
0: but that is actually you know yeah hot stuff Eddie Gobert (laughs) anyway fuck you yeah Nate and I kind of did our own without um, the finalists without knowing the finalists we did our own and and Big Mm. Nate and I came up both with uh Rudy Gobert out there in Utah as, as the defensive player in the year. So I'll stick with that. Um, so that's not bad. Uh, Anthony so nothing, Davis. Nothing and, about uh, those was Emb-
2: three. They're all deserving.
0: Embiid was the third?
2: Embiid and Davis, yes.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, it's, you know, what's strange about this is that LeBron James actually, you know, Makes some key plays defensively, and is a nightmare matchup to everybody. But often gets omitted from these uh, these style awards because of his, uh, you know, his otherwise. He gets uh, he gets uh, uh, taken for granted in a lot of year-end awards. But you know, I I, I'd still say judging from that, yeah, no 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 big complaints. Mb got a He's in Um, the finals.
2: Most improved player. Is it, uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to get this one right either, from Indiana, Victor Oladipo. Oladipo. Yeah. Oladipo, yeah. Oladipo. Uh, from Houston, mm-hmm. Clint Capella. And from Brooklyn, Spencer yeah. Kennedy.
0: Genuity, that's a name that I've had uh, trouble with because there was a little story with him. The uh, um, the consensus,
2: with, at least in the comments, did. is how is Chris Middleton not on this list? Um, I'm not. I, I'm not aware of Chris Middleton, so you'll have to... About to fill me in on that, a, if that's even possible.
0: He's a Milwaukee puck. Um, I, you know, Oladipo. On if they're if they're clamoring for him to be on the list and not win the award, they may have a uh, burning case because he's he's definitely improved. But Oladipo is almost hands down. Is,
2: is your slam down he, winner?
0: He he was yeah, a fair enough. You know, Russell Westbrook. Uh, You know, learning from Russell Westbrook, and uh, just a a decent, and I I use that word loosely, decent player to a bona fide superstar when he moved to Indiana. So,
2: yeah. Okay. Um, Sixth man uh, from the Clippers, Lou Williams, from the Rockets, Eric Gordon, and from the Raptors, Fred Van Fleet
0: man i'm proud of nate and i because uh so far we've been nailing the first name that you said on everything and we we both gave it to sweet lou williams who off the bench scored over 50 in one game and was a key all-star snub so you know if uh if the order that you're reading them turns out to be the winner then nate and i will go three out of three so far
2: well i'm I'm giving them in the order that the NBA is giving them in. I don't know if there's any, I don't think there's any, uh, gotcha. any reason to that necessarily, but, um, all right, fair enough. Um, MVP, uh, James Harden, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis gets the nod. Uh,
0: we both voted for James Harden as most of, uh, basketball thinks. um, LeBron is always the MVP, as someone else well, said. Maybe again, Colin Coward.
2: I don't know um, what the actual wording is. Like they have this argument in hockey every year. Um, the MVP is in hockey is the, the actual wording is is he's the guy who's the most valuable to his team. Yeah. Which in all right, so the case could be made that the Rockets without James Harden don't win much. But then, you know there again so could the LeBron James argument.
0: So um, yeah, I don't know if, it if was LeBron James. One. Uh Harden's going to win. Uh, I I'm just, you know, given that um like you would give well, me the, the heads up about guy. the way the NHL works. But yeah, he's the sexy but, thing, I mean, he it, I don't I don't I can't attribute it, but I'll try to I think it was Max Kellerman from first take on ESPN. May have been somebody else years ago that said every year LeBron James is the most valuable player. And I tend to agree uh, for the past. You know, Steph Curry won it twice. LeBron gets snubbed on that a lot. Um, and if, you, if you're if you taking it literal by most valuable player, um, yeah, um, LeBron... Should always be. I'm glad he's in the the final three um, and acknowledged, and they didn't throw Westbrook in there because he triple doubled again and all that nonsense. But uh, stats are stats, but production and winning is 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 really important to me. And you take Harden off the Rockets, yeah, they they're going to take a little bit of a shit, but they'll still be a over 500 possibly playoff team with Chris Paul running the show. Uh, you take LeBron off Cleveland. We're talking uh, Atlanta, Memphis, that level of team. (laughs)
2: We're talking not much. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to, like I said, I'm not a LeBron guy. Uh, Not because of his skills. I I didn't care. I stopped liking him the minute we had the the choice and all that nonsense. Um, But, uh, yeah, pretty much, I mean, I'm going to guess – Probably no, 90% you're thinking of, Con-
0: of the time. You're thinking of <laughs> I'm oh. I'm up to something here. You're thinking of Kanye West with the choice. LeBron was the decision.
2: Oh fuck! Whatever. <laughs> Same nonsense. <laughs> where where a guy but you, who, you, who's, you whose head yeah. was way too big for what it should have been. Um, but like I said, I, I imagine that at least 90 percent of the games he's ever played in his life, he was probably the reason why the team won. So, probably, and probably even more so. Yeah. So I mean, that's pretty hard to argue. Like if he won, I mean, the only reason you probably don't like that he won is because you're not a LeBron, a uh, LeBron James guy. It's not because you dispute whether he's he's got the skills or not. Uh, all right. Moving on from there. Um, here's one you'll be interested in a little bit, um, and I, I think this is hilarious too. Uh, rookie of the Year, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Jason Tatum or your man Ben Simmons. Wow. Uh
0: <laughs> judging from uh where we've went, the odds on favorite were 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 the way you uh the NBA and you relate them have been what the consensus thinks. So, if if following that trend, Ben Simmons would be third when all these Philadelphians are pretty much, including himself, have pretty much anointed him the rookie of the year. And, uh, you know, I was not totally sold on that, and it has nothing to do with playoffs. It's regular season. And he's a triple-double guy, but, you know, he's, he's not a killer. And Donovan Mitchell came out of nowhere, and as did Jason Tatum, and they were killers. They finished. They went to the fucking hoop and finished. They didn't go to the hoop and look around and see who the best to. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 I thought it was a two-man race. Um, it's a three-man race. Apparently I thought Tatum was a little behind in the regular season.
2: Okay. When, uh, but it, um, so the voting obviously easy. takes place where this one, the season is done.
0: No, I, I thought it was already over. I, um, I don't know. Maybe they, they Well I'm gonna assume they that it couldn't for... be because if
2: they if they're only just announcing who's or or do they already know the winners? Is that what you're suggesting? That the I... votes are already in and that they are thrown out the top three there and just not telling you who won?
0: I I should know that but I don't but they're probably milking okay, we'll it have to for look... a fucking awards
2: We'll have to look into that. My my, my logic being this. If if they voted for that award when the regular season ended okay, maybe Ben Simmons wins that award, and I wouldn't have a problem with that. But now that you've seen the playoffs, don't you have to kind of lean towards Jason Tatum simply from what he's done in the in the postseason?
0: Uh, uh, it's, at, it's the, tough at the very with...
2: least, at the very least, can you erase Ben Simmons for what he hasn't done in the postseason?
0: Yeah, you can. But... Uh... Donovan Mitchell was also an animal in the playoffs. Even, you know, he he played, uh, you know, as as bad as uh, Houston lost the other night to the dominant Golden State Warriors. They are still a very good team, and and Utah even even losing in five games took, it. you know, they had some for that ass, as they say in the hood. And Donovan Mitchell, as a twenty year old kid, was. Uh, a big reason I'm, for that yeah i'm I'm and, just
2: trying to work it from the angle that let's say the Celtics go to the final and win um yeah, that's not really but, a fair comparison to like in n h l anyway, they vote for them as soon as the
0: regular season is over
2: that those that voting takes place, and the playoffs have nothing to do well with
0: that it. that so, uh, that is something i should that is something I should know, and I have known in the past, but it just skips my brain but i well, i little, i know from, from the past. I know from right now why they give three finalists is because NBA tries to stretch their season and be in the public eye as long as they can. And after the finals are over or during the finals, when they're on a road stretch or something, they will have a ceremony with those people to give the awards in a fucking whole hour, or two hour show. So they, oh, they yeah. milk I mean, every yeah, nook and cranny thing. out of it. So oh, that's yeah. why you were getting the three yeah. finalists.
2: The NHL does that, too. It's ridiculous. It's, uh,
0: But, uh, you know, I'd have to be a homer here, despite all the bad things I've said about him. I would give it to Ben Simmons. I think that's what Nate and I. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Nate gave it to Donovan. I gave it to Ben Simmons, even though it was very reluctant.
2: All right. Fair enough. Um, coach of the year. This one's got me even got me stumped, and uh, we had uh, we had about me,
0: eight candidates.
2: Okay, well, if it's got me stumped, it's got a, it. It probably will pop out at you too. Um, okay, Dwayne Casey, fair enough. Quinn Snyder, and Brad Stevens.
0: They are three of our people we had in there. Um, it became more evident to me and maybe this is contagious around the nation about Brad Stevens' work. Um, Nobody really paid attention except those in that Boston, no pun, Boston market. Um, However, uh, I think Nate and I settled on Casey with Quinn Snyder being uh, a close runner-up, and it's it's good to see that they kind of got it right in our opinion. We also – Popovich in there because he lost Kawhi and still managed to be a formidable squad led by a once thought as soft player, LaMarcus Aldridge, et cetera, and older players. So um, they got it right though. I like those three out of them. uh, uh, You know, I got to take away the postseason and just go from what I, you know, what I felt and back then. And it was, Dean Dow, hireable and unemployed Dwayne Casey from your neck of the woods, uh, as far as above the border. That's
2: always an award in most sports where um, three is just not enough. You know, it's pretty. You know, obviously the teams there's there's always the established coach who who you know who's got a good team who takes his team where everybody figures they were going to go. Um, which doesn't mean he shouldn't get Coach of the Year award. Then you've always got the guy that takes the team that nobody thought would do anything, you know, and they even have a mediocre year. Okay, well, is that worthy of Coach of the Year? And then there's usually, you know, there's four or five more who, who deal with adversity or injuries or whatever it might be, and they, you know, probably could win Coach of the Year, too. Um, I don't know how it is in the NBA In hockey. It ends up kind of becoming an old boys'. Kind of a thing where Mr. Popular usually wins that award. I don't know if that's the same in the NBA, but um, unless somebody really, you know, uh, the team lost 62 games last year and this year won 62 and went to the final, unless there's somebody who really jumps out, uh, it usually goes to the, the veteran coach, usually gets the nod.
0: Yeah, I mean, another name we had there was Sixers coach Brett Brown. But, um, you know, uh, on another podcast, there's, a, there's another Sixer podcast out there where we're just complete homers, um, which I don't really blame them. Uh, if you're a fan podcast, you should root for your team. But we're a little different here. We're objective. I don't think Brett Brown's as good as any of the three of those guys. At least he he didn't show it to me despite their uh, 16, 17-game count in the playoff uh, win streak. But anyhow, uh, it is what it is. I yeah. say Dwayne Casey.
1: Yeah,
2: it's a very – I mean, it's all of that stuff is a very subjective thing, and, it, and a lot of it depends on not very many people are able to put aside their personal uh, favorites or who they – a team they don't like or whatever the case may be to uh, actually pick a guy who deserves to win without letting some of that get into the the voting. Um, And I imagine this is, I'm going to assume it's there again, getting a broken record, but that it's like the NHL, that it's the uh, uh, select amount of journalists who get to vote on this stuff. Uh Yep. Okay. So, so even that, Um, Like, I know this, and on a related note, and I don't know, again, I wish Nate was here because he would know the answers to most of the stuff, probably. Um, The NHL, for the first time this year, it is no longer secret ballot. So if you vote, you know, let's say you're from Philadelphia and your vote is for, I don't know if they can do write-in votes. I'm going to assume so. Um, You know, if you vote for... Your home guy on everything, and put the other guys in place. You know, like I didn't vote for LeBron for MVP. Uh, see, there again, I don't know if the NFL—I don't know if they do it the same way. In the NHL, there's there's like five or six guys get nominated, and you you place them one, two, three, and then they give a, they got a point system, and whoever has the most points is the winner. So you could technically put like LeBron third, right? But then you would yeah. have to justify why you why you put it like before nobody ever knew, so you would All have to right, justify okay. why you, now you'll have to justify why you put him there. You know why did you think that he was worse than the other two guys? Or you could uh, you know especially if okay, if you know if you're the Philadelphia journalist, okay. Well why did you think uh, whoever should have been, should have got there ahead of the other guys? And it's they're expecting a different kind of voting this year because of course nobody wants to look like an idiot. <laughs> when they're when it's revealed how they voted and who they
0: voted for, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, that's a Pretty good upgrade in my opinion.
2: So that's a kind of an interesting thing. Um, in more NBA news, the uh, Houston Rockets are up by eleven with six minutes left in the second quarter.
0: Forty-six thirty-five. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who
2: predicted that. No, I, I some some fat guys. I think it was. And on your prediction of the the threes shall fall, they are eight of eighteen so far for uh the Rockets.
0: Great percentage. So we're even a little, yeah,
2: we're already seeing a bit of that, so um still gotta have to go yet, so anything could happen there yet. That game's not over yet. But
0: uh but, but so a, far, but trend, trend, trending
2: sure. the way you said uh, tre- trending the way you said it would.
0: a a guy who shall remain nameless. Will somehow listen to this tomorrow and say we we posted it after the game or something. If you if you that's an inside <laughs> joke with me and you, Uh you know yeah, whatever. I, I,
2: well, same with same with those award winners. I waited waited till the night the day yeah. after and then made my
0: predictions. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, oh yeah! Hats off to that individual who shall never whose name shall not be
0: spoken on this show, ever. What really sucks what really sucks is until a until he dies nice pos then I
2: might mention. No.
0: what what, what sucks is in a, a nice positive mood I'm in this week. You know. Other than that, particular stuff otherwise, pretty good dude. But he just goes insane. Just with got that a, kind got of a stuff, weak spot man. there. Got yeah, definitely <laughs> well, you know, a mental, mental illness
2: in, in there. Everybody's got got him. I mean, uh, We've seen it in this in the sports to relate it back to the sports at least, um, you know. We've seen we've all seen guys snap on a court. We've all seen guys snap in the on football field, in the gym. You know, it does happen where guys just it's yeah. just they're somebody pokes them and finds that weak spot that they whatever it might be, and off they go. So for for that individual, that well, I still say that individual was, wants to be. Uh, somebody else, but that's a whole other story for another day, Um, or a different show.
0: Well, I am in a positive mood, so my opinion could change, but, you know. (laughs)
2: But uh, anyways, uh, so we got got nine minutes left, so uh, for a rarity on this show, that we can wrap up on time for a change, because that doesn't happen very often when you other two big mouths get going, so.
0: I'll take about 60 seconds for the Sixers, basically. Um, All right, put, put, your, put your final eulogy on the Sixers. The consensus was, well, if I would have asked you uh, last summer what, the, what would they be, and I said a playoff team. <laughs> That's what I said last summer. I said uh, the, you can check the first show, and that was last, you know, not last summer, but six months back before tip-off. Um, but I deal with, like I said before, I deal in the now, and they were very good compared to a very hurt Eastern Conference and uh, a less talented Cavaliers team, a injured Kyrie Irving on Boston, et cetera, et cetera. And no, I, I, you know, seeing Boston, they're a better team. Boston is than than Philadelphia, but no, they won about what they should have won in the now so shut the fuck up saying they did better than you expected and god forbid that stupid process word and you gotta trust the process and next year well next year your little process sam Hinkie probably wouldn't even know who lebron james name was is that that actor you know he doesn't know anything except numbers and uh you know, he he might not have the wherewithal that a Brian Colangelo would. This might be a little more than sixty seconds, but it's almost over. And uh, if they if they bring LeBron James in here and they have a healthy team and they don't gut most of the team to get him, then they'll be a legitimate contender. And we'll talk next year. But um, they were as good as they should have been this year, and and they fucked up a little bit. Uh, but uh, you got to credit Boston a little bit because as we're seeing, they're doing it to everybody. So. You know, thank you Sixers. You gave me a good season, but don't listen to the fucking other moron fans that are are sucking your dick for losing in the yes. second round because well, you're supposed to be a championship team if you have two quote unquote generational players. So get your shit together. We've
2: had we've had this discussion. I think we had it the other day, but I think it might have been off air um where we agreed that uh, any season where your team does not win the championship is a shit season. Well, not yep. a shit season, but it's a forgotten, but it's a forgotten season. It means nothing. And the and the fact that second people place, would like to cling, second
0: place is the first loser.
2: Yeah, well, remind me of who? Uh, not very many people, except for the hardcores, can tell you who came in second. You might remember who won. Exactly. But the second place means nothing. Exactly. Um, and this illusion that somehow, uh, just because you progressed from the beginning of the year from your Or from your last year to the end of this year, that you got better, that somehow that better is going to continue is nonsense. Not saying it won't, but to expect that, you know, that the rallying cry now is, oh, well, we got to the second round, so logically next year we'll get to the final. Um,. No, not necessarily. Uh the Toronto Raptors could hire well, are going to hire a new coach and might make a trade for God only knows who and they get better. Uh the Celtics are going to get better just because they got guys who won't be hurt next year, they're going to be better. Uh yep. Cleveland could God only knows what's going to happen in Cleveland. They might trade for half the world and be better or trade LeBron Milwaukee. James somewhere else to make that team better. Um no What's problem. Philadelphia are going to do? You know, Philadelphia hasn't even settled their own personnel issues yet. They may not be better on paper come next year, depending on what happens.
0: Now, you know, without the big acquisition of of LeBron James, I have them not winning as many games next year as they did this year. So
2: they, they, there's the possibility that they may not be as good next year. Um, I agree. So, which leads me back to the whole clinging to the future thing. I mean, okay, yeah, I mean, you'd have to be an idiot not to say, okay, well, the future does look a little brighter than it did uh, six months ago. But six months ago was six months ago, and tomorrow's tomorrow. So, (laughs) you know, the fact that they had a good season this year, well, that's great for the record book and all that stuff. As far as being a fan goes, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I want my team to win. I don't want to hear about how they consecutively get better for the next ten years, and then never win. I, I, I want I want championship, man. That's what it's all about. And they should be doing. I mean, and maybe they will. They should be doing whatever they can to make their team good enough to win it. So we'll have to see if that's what happens in Philadelphia, which, as you have pointed out, and I have learned over this season, is not what they normally do there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm sitting here looking, okay, what's the, what are the chances that uh, Markel Fultz starts next year? You know, um, I don't really high. know. Okay, I mean, and, not, and then not, my, my, brain, my brain goes, okay, but is he really any good? What does that do to the team? And who has to leave the team for that to happen? Who's not going to start next year if that happens? Yeah. You know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, it, I mean, there's just there's more questions than answers in that. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm tough on my teams. I, I want my teams to win. I'm not happy with uh, second round. I want more than that. If I'm, I know. if I'm a 76 Sixers fan, so me too. Take that for what it's take that for what it's will. And as far as that process goes, well, the only way the only way that ever gets to validity is if they start saying it's because of right now and they win the title, then I'll trust it. But until then, I trust nothing.
0: No. Um, we probably have enough time only to tell who who won the lottery and, you know, so forth, and not really. No, we got
2: two minutes left. Uh, um, an update this on the story is Houston is giving uh, the uh, Golden State a beating. It is now 18 points, uh, two minutes left in the second half. Um, the lottery uh, uh, order was, um, hold on a second, I have it. Phoenix? It I know out? Phoenix
0: was first.
2: Sons, who finally, we can end the uh, conspiracy theories about the league hating Phoenix and screwing them over on their... Uh, uh, on their uh, chances to win the first pick, now that they finally got one, um, we have. Just a second, I got to scroll back at uh, from top to, from bottom to top at number fourteen, uh, Denver Nuggets. Thirteenth uh, and twelfth picks both go to the Clippers. They uh, need it. Eleven, Charlotte Hornets at eleven. 76ers get the pick where you're never sure what you might get at number 10. Maybe a good player, but maybe not, depending on how wise you are. Uh, The Knicks get hosed and and go to number 9. The Cavaliers get the 8th pick. The Bulls at 7. Orlando Magic at 6. Dallas Mavericks at 5. Memphis at 4. The Hawks moved up considerably and got the third spot. Uh, Sacramento at number two and Phoenix Suns at number one.
0: Yeah, all those all those teams need players other than uh, Cleveland, unless you know the offseason changes happens, that. that.
2: That was the uh, and, that was uh, the consensus Philly. of the experts at the at the draft was that all the teams there need help, so it wasn't really going to matter who who got first. They, they everybody needs uh everybody needs players on that list, so except maybe Philadelphia. Yeah.
0: And next week with Big Nate's return To the United States of America We will discuss Who we think will help Which team and why
2: Yes Look forward to a Mega episode of uh, Why men can't jump Where the, the regulars hit the Hit the court again With all their basketball goodness
0: Right I right. think we could take it home my friend
2: I believe so. 20 seconds left, so I hope that was entertaining for everyone. I had a good time doing it, and uh, that's it from me. Have a good night, everyone. Peace.